Good morning, kids. Um, I don't know about you, but every day there's so much to be thankful for. As you can see, I have my giving thanks chain to remind me to always give thanks to God. Every day, I try my best to add one link um, to it. And I encourage all of you to keep doing the same. If you stopped, that's okay. Just add one link today and keep going. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to review really quickly uh, on last week's story so we know where we left off. And then I'm going to add to it. Today's story is going to be a little shocking to you. So um, let's get right to it. So last week, after Peter and John healed the lame man who started to walk, jump, and praise God, the temple leaders heard of it. Remember, they were very upset. They didn't want the apostles to tell people about Jesus and his resurrection. So they arrested Peter and John. The temple leaders warned Peter and John not to preach about Jesus being the promised Messiah and how Jesus rose from the dead. But Peter and John, they were courageous. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and were not afraid. They knew it was more important to obey God than to obey the temple leaders. So the temple leaders let Peter and John go. Remember all that? Because the people who heard about the lame man being healed, they were all praising God. And the temple leaders were scared to get people upset. Now, there's something very important that you have to remember. Before Pentecost, the church did not exist. There was no church. You see, after the Holy Spirit came, the people who believed were just starting to be the church. At first, it was just the disciples. But remember when Peter preached to the crowd and the people started to believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior? That's how the church grew. God was building God's church through the people, sharing what God did through Jesus to save the world. Remember how the church was sharing everything together? That's why when Peter and John were released from prison, they went back to the church. And Peter and John shared with the church what the temple leader said, that they could not preach about Jesus. But they weren't sad or discouraged because together they praised God and prayed that God would make them bold to share about Jesus and speak bravely about Jesus' resurrection. So you see, the church was really united. They trusted that the Holy Spirit would uh, guide them, and so they were able to trust each other. Because they trusted the Holy Spirit to guide them, and because they trusted each other, they shared everything with one another. They didn't view their possessions and the things that they owned as they're just their own, belonging just to them, but they shared what they had with each other. So if they owned something expensive, they sold it and then shared the money with everyone as if they were one big family. They shared what they had and trusted one another because they were all of one mind and one heart in Jesus. Remember, there was one such a man named Barnabas. Barnabas. His name means son of encouragement, son of help. He sold a field he owned. That's a lot of land. He did this because he believed in the work that the church was doing. 
He wanted to share what he had with those who didn't have much. So what he did was sell the things that he knew cost a lot. He sold his field, his land. And do you know what he did with that money he got for it? He brought it to the apostles and he put it at their feet. So when he put the money at the apostles' feet, that means he was giving the money to God. That means he was saying, I believe in telling others about Jesus. I want to give this money so that those who don't have enough to eat or don't have a home, that they will be taken care of. You see, Barnabas didn't have to sell his field. No one said he had to sell his field. But he wanted to. He wanted to help others in need. He wanted others to know that Jesus loved them too. So Barnabas gave all of what he got, all the money he got from the field he sold, and he gave it to God. Can you imagine how God must have felt receiving that offering? Can you imagine how the people who got the money must have felt knowing that the church wanted to take care of them when they were in need? Can you imagine how they felt? But Barnabas wasn't the only person who sold property. Here's the new part of the story. Listen carefully, you guys. There was a man named Ananias. He had a wife and her name was Sephora. They too sold some land. But they weren't like Barnabas. They weren't like Barnabas. You see, when Ananias got money for the land he sold, he kept part of the money for himself. Now his wife, Sephora, she knew he kept some of it. She knew that what, was going, that what he was trying to do was he was going to pretend that he was giving the full amount to the apostles. She knew it was wrong to lie. She knew it was wrong to deceive. That means to make pretend that you're doing something, but um, what you're doing is you're going to get something for it. Okay? It's all about you when you deceive. But she didn't stop Ananias from lying. So Ananias kept some of the money, and he brought the rest of the money, and he placed it at the apostles' feet, pretending that he was giving it all. Now, again, you have to remember, the church was built on trust. It was built on loving God and loving neighbor. When someone joined the church, they were making a vow to trust God and the other people, other believers. It's kind of like when people get married. So like when your mom and dad got married, they made a promise to each other to trust each other, to love each other. Just like that, when someone joins the church, they were making a promise to God to care for the church. They were making a promise to be honest and not to lie to each other. But Ananias and Sapphira, they weren't taking their promise seriously. They were trying to deceive God and the others. Together, they agreed to lie about giving all the money because they wanted to impress other people. For them, it was more important to them to impress others and to care whether they were lying to God. But you see, Peter, through the power of the Holy Spirit, 
Peter knew that Ananias was not being honest. Peter knew Ananias was trying to deceive the others into thinking he and his wife had given it all to God. Peter saw through Ananias' deceit and confronted Ananias. Peter said, Ananias, why did you let Satan fill your heart and get you to lie to the Holy Spirit? You have kept some of the money you received for the land. Peter said to Ananias, it was your land. The money was your money to do with it as you wanted. No one said you had to sell the land. No one said you had to give all the money to share it with the church. But why did you lie and say you had to give it all? You have not only lied to us, but also to God. You see, Ananias lied about what he was giving to God. He pretended that he was giving it all, but he was lying to everyone. Ananias and Sapphira could have used the money any way they wanted. It was up to them. You see, when God established, when he made the church, God gave all the believers God's grace. God's grace gives us the freedom. We are free to choose to give to God. Ananias, by lying, was mocking God's grace, turning it into a joke. Ananias and Sapphira wanted to make their faith all about themselves, not about what God enabled them to do through the Holy Spirit. So when Paul said all this, Ananias, he fell down. And Ananias died. All who heard what had happened were filled with fear. There were some young men that came, they wrapped up his body, and they carried Ananias out and buried him. Now, three hours later, Sephora, Ananias' wife, came in. She didn't know what had happened to her husband. So Peter asked Sephora, tell me, is the money you and your husband gave, is it the full amount you got for the land you sold? You see, Peter was giving Sephora a chance to tell the truth. What do you think Sephora said? Peter knew that Sephora knew what her husband was doing was wrong and that she didn't do anything to stop him. You see, as people who follow Jesus, when we see other Christians doing something that is wrong, we have to speak up and we have to tell them that it's wrong. We shouldn't just go along with what they are doing. They might hurt themselves and they're very likely to hurt other people. They will hurt God's church. When we just allow others to do wrong, we're allowing them to go down a path of destruction. You see, when Ananias decided to deceive the others, he was sinning. When we see our brothers and sisters sinning, we have to tell them in love that what they are doing does not honor God. 
But Sephora didn't do that for her husband. Instead, she just went along with him. By not stopping her husband, she was not loving him. She was not taking care of him. So when Peter asked Sephora if they were lying about giving the full amount, what do you think Sephora should have done? That's right. She should have told the truth and asked for forgiveness. She should have repented. She should have decided right there and then that she was doing what she was doing was wrong and she should have turned around and repented. But instead, Sephora answered, yes, that is the price. She decided to deceive them. Peter then said, how could you and your husband both agree to deceive the Lord? Peter said, listen, you know the men who just buried your husband, Ananias? They're at the door and they will carry you out as well. Immediately, Sapphira fell to the floor and died, just like her husband. Then the young man came in. They saw that Sapphira was dead, so they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. And the whole church and all who heard about these things were filled with fear. You see, God really cares about God's church. God really cares about us. God wants the church to be built on trust and love. If we lie, if we think impressing one another is more important than loving God and each other, then we are not building God's church. See, God is good. God loves the church. When the church was being established, God loved the church and did not let lying become part of what made the church was not part of his foundations. God protects the church. God protects us. Isn't that good news? God will not let anyone destroy God's church. I think that is very good news. So let's pray. Can you open them? Shut them. Let us love God's church. Open them. Shut them. Our hearts, God will search. Open them. Shut them. Give your hands a clap. Open them. Shut them. Now fold them in your laps. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for loving us so much. Thank you for protecting your church. You will not let evil take over what you love. So we praise you for watching over us. We thank you for making us free to choose to love you, to serve you, to follow your command to love one another. We thank you for this. It is a gift that you give and we cherish it. We want to honor it. 
We pray all this in the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Kids, please quietly work on your activity sheets now.